to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is May 15th, and this is episode 195. Hopefully you guys are having a wonderful Monday today. We've got some exciting things to go over in the charts. As always, starting off with our macros, uh, let's get right into it. So weekly, as of yesterday's close, continuing to push us back down. We do not have a fully confirmed triple confirmation as of yet. Still probably a week or two away if we are to con- see continuation of downside momentum. As it stands right now, market structure, at least on Bitcoin, has flipped into the negative. We are looking at a bearish market structure here. Fibonacci levels have not extended to the downside yet. Uh, We may end up seeing this flip back up at some point before it actually has a chance to extend to the downside, all depending on which and when, if we get our triple confirmation on that weekly time frame. So again, right as of right now, overall momentum is still shifting down but we don't have any true macro confirmation as of yet. Everything is still kind of up in the air. We could see support come in at 25 still if we were to retest into it one more time um, off of this bounce, or if things were to completely turn themselves back up, bouncing off the zero line of the wolf pack, seeing a green dot come in again, money flow turning back up. There's like obviously a couple things we need to see in order for that to happen, and we're still more than likely a month away, uh, a couple weeks to a month away from a final decision. As far as ETH goes, uh, haven't seen the market structure change. We're still in a technically bullish market structure. We are rejecting off of the 618 as it stands right now. ETH had a, a, what I would say is extra momentum here as it pushed through, um, mostly due to the uh, Shanghai update that came out at the time when we were up here. Um, you know, it tested into 2100, which was basically the break even price for most people that were staking uh, throughout the whole thing. So, interestingly enough, we came right up to that break even point and then rejected. You know, obviously a lot more momentum than Bitcoin had at the time. Um, but as as the same, we are still rejecting in the 618 level as of right now. Um, same dealio with ETH that we just talked about with Bitcoin. Essentially, we are still working towards a triple confirmation back down on the weekly, but everything is still up in the air. The fact that FIBs are still extended to the upside, the fact that the market structure is still bullish, the fact that we don't have fully confirmed triple confirmation yet, You know, um, this may be a lot weaker than uh, expectations would lead us to believe. We have already touched into 25K. We have already touched into 1750, um, which I believe was the top of our uh, support zone between 1650 and 1750. Um, But more than likely, you know, continuation down uh, does happen from here, at least unless we see some sort of macro turnaround, midterm turnaround leading into macro turnaround. Right When we start to break ourselves down into our three-day, four-day, we can see that we just triple confirmed on the last candle as far as Bitcoin goes. ETH actually triple confirmed a couple candles ago. We're looking at the beginning of May uh, where Bitcoin only triple confirmed on, it looks like, what day is from the 9th? Uh, the 13th. So quite a bit of a difference there. Again, triple confirmed nonetheless. Uh, money flow is still in the green. You know, that being said, not by much. <laughs> so... Um, again, things still up in the air. More than likely, continuation down is in our future. You know, we're obviously still working out this midterm, short-term upside push. 
that we talked about on Friday. You know, we tapped into the 25,800 level. You know, dead cat bounce was kind of kind of obvious. So we've already pushed above the 26,800 level that we talked about being a key level. Now we're extending into 27,400. The likelihood of this continuing up in the short term is still pretty high. Um, I'm looking for a rejection off of 27,800 or 28,500. I believe, again, we talked about these two levels in the previous episode. Those are my two key levels that I would want to see reject for a lower high, continuation to the downside, maybe even some hidden bearish divergence off of that next lower high from the previous highs uh, in the beginning of May and the end of April. So essentially, we have this shorter-term resistance coming in at the 382 at 27,800, or we have the medium-term resistance coming in at around 28,500. Um, again, that's what we need to see to make this uh, basically finish playing out, this head and shoulders. Um, if it's not going to play out and we break through resistance, we retest, we could be looking for some sort of extension, big extension to the upside, basically invalidating a very bearish pattern and signal and everything. You know, it would be quite explosive to the upside. So what I'm looking for in the medium term, eight hour, four hour, that sort of deal potential continuation if it doesn't reject at the 682 which is the level we're at right now at 27400 essentially we want to see at least a little bit more um, hard rejection if we can get through uh, 27800 it's more than likely going to be a pretty quick push into 28500 there's not a lot of resistance in between those two levels so you know whether we see rejection today tomorrow or in later into the week that's what i'd be looking for for the next potential adding to the short entry or um you know starting a position if you haven't already not financial advice of course with the macro being you know continuously pushing down and we want to be looking for those short reshort positions as of right now until everything changes again yes yes see here as of right now i mean you know short term still have quite a bit of juice it feels like momentum really hasn't been coming in that hard we, again, we could just get slapped from this price now. Um, 27,800 would be the more, I guess, like politically correct level um, as far as traditional traders go. Um, that 382 rejection would be, you know, flawless trade essentially. But we'll see how it goes. Um, we're seeing some short term push. We may end up testing back into like 27,200, 27K right on the dot somewhere in that region for some sort of shorter, shorter term higher low. Uh, if we find support there, again, still looking for 27,800. We had quite a bit of a move already this morning, so it makes sense that potentially we uh, exhaust some of the uh, <laughs> some of the, the oscillators and reset them and take the next step up. And these are, you know, short-term things. Daily, actually looking pretty good for continuation up from here, at least in the next five to six, seven days. Overall, you know, nothing really changes with that happening. We've got quite a bit of bearish divergence still at this point. You know, in order to break this completely and get completely bullish, we would need to invalidate the biggest bearish divergence that we have here, which is going back all the way into January and then April. Basically, those highs that we see here, that would mean we have to push above 30 and flip market structure, flip the FIBs. You know, we are bouncing off that daily 382. But because market structure is still bearish, the more likely thing here is that we get back up into those levels of 27,800 or 28,500, see that lower high again, converging wave, 
or hidden uh, hidden bearish divergence on the next lower high uh, to basically confirm that this head and shoulders is going to actually play out. Let's head over here to uh, BTC dominance. Take a quick little look at what we see here. This chart tends to be a little more accurate sometimes than Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin's chart itself. What do we see? Well, dominance stacked another bearish divergence. You can see a total of four showing up in our shorter term time frames. Silly of me. We're essentially pushing back into the 618, 48%. Daily looks pretty okay as well. No real bullish divergence or anything going on here, but money flow is still quite strong. As we can see, dominance still potentially has a good amount of pickup here uh, in the support level of 48%. Overall, you know, again, like showing signs of topping out, we've got bearish divergences, but the money flow, the momentum of this thing is still quite strong and picking up and we may just work through that and get continuation to the upside until the range breaks. We're either above 48.75% or we're below 46.85%. This thing's basically probably just going to continue chopping along in that zone before making a decision. Uh, what we can see with the total as well, same thing. More bearish divergences than bullish. Uh, momentum is still building though and quite strong. Overall, I mean, coming down in the short term, medium term. Overall, I mean, it feels like we need to come back down, retest if we're going to see continuation in the short term, medium term, macro saying, yeah, bouncing from here, looking for that lower high rejection of around 1.13 trillion. If we're going to come up into that zone. If we can get above it a little bit, maybe 1.15 trillion before rejection, that would be, again, more medium term resistance rather than short term resistance. And if we're going to continue, we have a lot of bearish divergence we need to invalidate. So the next couple of weeks is going to be very important for us going forward. Yeah, basically, we should see continuation up from here in the short term, medium term, as long as the macro continues turning around, pulling us down, we more than likely see a lower high and continuation down from there. But, you know, we got to play both sides. Swing short, uh, scalp long. You guys were able to catch around 26. That's freaking awesome. As of right now, I mean, you know, short term is probably likely to uh, continue after a little bit of little bit more downside here just in the shorter shorter term that's kind of what everything's pointing to right now i could see eth testing back into 1800 bitcoin back in towards 27200 27k maybe even like 26800 right we talked about that level it's important it's a key level um you know we don't have to test it the, the closer we get to it i would say the less like overall bullish we are if we can stay happily you know retest 27 and be good with that probably a little bit more bullish than if we actually test back into 26800 that could come as early as uh tonight potentially maybe even in the morning hours um and then leading into tomorrow i would say continuation to the upside uh is likely let's take a quick look at dixie and us tenure for the lulls daily of these charts looking quite strong quite bullish overall momentum picking up uh, bullish divergences along the Dixie bottom that we just had where we skipped along the bottom again and again and again around 100, 101. Pretty strong here. Obviously, we've had good reaction so far. I would be looking for a little bit more closer to towards 103, uh, 103 and a half kind of deal. Maybe then some sort of push back down just to retest back into our 382. Um, as we can see, like we only got two and a half hours before this thing closes above 382, which leads me to believe that we're going to retest back into our resistance of the channel up here, right in that 103.5 zone, maybe even up towards the 382, closer to 104, then a retest, 
back down into 102. If we can hold that support, uh, we're looking for that converging wave of the shorter of the medium shorter term, right? We would still need like a daily converging wave for the overall divergence that we see here between our lows. So what we could potentially see here, something like this, take back down, overall higher low, and then continuation up from there. Um, we're talking like mid to late summer at that point, you know, a lot of sideways chop from here, it would seem, but that would be a much more eccentric rounded bottom in the medium term macro and macro obviously breaking us out of this downside descending channel that we've been in. As we've talked about in the past, the macro, you know, kind of setting up a cup, a handle, and if it starts to break out, this thing could start getting quite wild. Um, handle of cup and handles tend to play out like bull flags. So potentially, you know, uh, making new highs on the Dixie going into 2024. Not great stuff that we would want to see. But um, with everything going on with bricks and with how the American <laughs> economy is going, you know, I don't want to fear monger. Got to see how it plays out. But for now, overall, this chart, we have hidden bullish divergence across the board. Um, normal bullish divergence on the last two lows. Yeah, it's not looking good for this thing. Unless you're obviously long on the Dixie. <laughs> uh, US tenure, very much similar stuff going on here. We have bullish divergence built on the bottoms here. Descending channel, holding support. It looks like as soon as we can close above 3.5%, probably reaching back up into 3.6, uh, 3.75. Um, we would, again, want to see some sort of break above 38 get above, maybe come back down, retest. Let me turn all this junk off for a second here. If we can hold the lows here, yeah, like we'd be trying to break up and out of this descending channel. Um, similarly, you know, we could be reaching into 4.5%, 5% in the medium term over into probably around August, um, if this thing were to see continuation up from there. Yes, feels like support, looks like support, it must be support. S&P, on a final note, had a pretty good day today, moved up about 20 points, nothing too crazy as of yet. You know, we have market structure still in a bearish kind of, uh, over, well, kind of in the middle format where we have bar, uh, bearish market structure, but the fibs are extending both to the upside and the downside. I think there's just a lot of uncertainty with what's going on here. Kind of feels like it's likely to keep going up. Um, if things are going to get really bad in the next like six to eight months, I think everything right now is just kind of going to you know, continue in the same direction altogether, push as high as it possibly can. All this bad news is going to come out or everything's going to flip at the same time um, because we just, we can't have, you know, the Dixie, the S&P, the US tenure all going in the same direction for that, for that long. At some point, something will snap back. And as of right now, it looks like the S&P is the one to lose. So as always, again, you know, not financial advice. Oh, I'm hoping I'm wrong and that we don't have to go into some sort of recessionary period but just i mean i don't see how they're gonna stop it at this point it's bound to happen at, at some point soon you know maybe they can crank out the the digital dollar and wipe all the debt clear off the table or maybe bricks you know kind of comes in and starts taking it like we just we don't know the future is so up in the air um and cloudy right now you know it's really hard to get a good grasp of what's going to happen over the next couple of years so be prepared you know be liquid don't be scared of the uh <laughs> the overall and make the best of it so as always if you guys have never checked out the podcast before if you're interested in learning about our automated decentralized fully non-custodial trading bot built on avalanche 
can head over to tripleconfirmation.com. Check it out. You can try it out for free as of right now. No TC tokens needed. We are in the middle of pre-sale as of right now as well. You can check that out as well on uh, app.tripleconfirmation.com. With that being said, we appreciate you guys taking the time to listen as always. And I will see you back here on Wednesday. Take care. Bye-bye.